you guys familiar with alchemy? Like playing with Blister Ward, yeah. Rosemary. Oh, you're, you're, you're Luna Moth Wings and you're like Giant's Toes and what have you? Yeah, yeah. Giant's Toes. Giant's Toes, indeed. Well, I started getting into alchemy. Oh. Um, like I have, al- uh, I've been getting like Rosemary and Juniper Berries and, and some other things. And uh, I've been using them to en- enhance me uh, personally. Uh, like mind, body, spirit kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of stuff like that. Because there's a lot of properties to to these ingredients. And, yeah. And, and I ask if you guys are into alchemy because I have a follow-up question. Real life for Skyrim. I think it's both. It's definitely real life. I think it's both. Oh, so we're divided here. This is real life only. I have not done any what? alchemy in the game yet. I have, and let me tell you, it's a lot of fun. It's not a lot of fun because you get a lot. <laughs> it's of not a lot of fun. But you know what's a lot of fun, Killian? If you want to s- sign in, Ooh, welcome everybody to episode two of Arrows to the Knee, a collection of Skyrim stories. The one, the only, the hashtag DovaCast. I am Killian Giants Toe McMurphy, joined as ever, always, and forever by my co-hosts, Dorian, Fetch the Mead Mitchell. Hey, everybody. Lee, Grilled Leek Stetson. Honest pay for honest work. That's right. That's right. We got a lot of wonderful topics today. It's been a while. It has been it's a been, while. Yeah. been about a month, uh, my uh, Yeah, a month or so. Yeah, I think I hope everyone's well. Hope everyone's doing good, of course. Yeah. Well, doing well. Superman does good. He does do good, doesn't he? <laughs> so, updates. How's everyone's characters doing? Any Anything crazy, wild good, stuff? Good, man. Um, doing good. I'm level 54 now. Oh. Almost level 100 sneak. Getting them there, there. Uh, getting, yeah. I recently bought another house. Uh, her, her gym? Her germ? Her to her to? Her germ. Her germ. Um, no, in oh. Windhelm. Oh, in Windhelm. Yep. Oh, the, the formerly haunted... The murder house. The murder house. Murder yeah. house. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I've been yes, slowly yes. furnishing because furnishings are very expensive, as we all know. And I finally got the bloodstains slash kill room cleaned up. But I kind of regret doing that. And now it's a clean kill room. It is a very clean kill room. I'm not saying I'm going to use it as a kill room. No, you are saying use it as a kill honest room. Honest pay for honest so, work. Tamriel. Yeah, just, um, story, murder just been uh, you know doing my thing. I beat finally beat Mirak. That was an issue I had last time on, on the podcast. Yeah, I finally beat him, and it was satisfying to watch him die. Yeah, I still haven't. I haven't even tried. Oh, and I beat the main storyline too. Oh, I did. Well, tell, did us, that tell us about your fight with oh, Halloween. It was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I did. Um, I did Iron Flesh, Frost Cloak. Some used my Sanguine Rose. Sanguine Rose. Everyone needs one. Yeah, you gotta go get one if you don't have it. And uh, had my Serana. Of course, you need Serana. My Serana. My, my Serana. My Serana. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, he rained down like what meteors or something from the sky. Don't look at me. I haven't fought him yet. I thought you fought him already. No. What have you been doing all this time? Yeah. But I, yeah. I own her germ too. So her germ. Her gym. Hershey's. Her germ. Her germ. But yeah, that went well. Um, kind of, and then all these dragons appear, and I'm like, well, I can't take all these guys on by myself. Because it was midday. I'm a vampire, so vampire lord. Actually, it's not split hairs. Not just a vampire. I'm a vampire lord. The title means but, uh, something. Yeah, it was Esquire. cool. And then I, uh, yeah, I've been beating some side quests. My big, my next big task: destroy the dawn guard. So that's me. How about you, Lee? What's new? Oh well, in my spare time, I've continued down my quest to enroll all the roving bandit clans of Skyrim uh, under my banner. Uh, I am having a bit of difficulty as they do not see me as their leader yet. Uh, they they still uh, greet me usually with 
you never should have come here. Or the, or the old standby, can't wait to count a coin. But but I know I will succeed eventually. They will see uh, what I am trying to do, leading them to victory and ultimate control over Skyrim, uh, because there is no single group well, that represents more individuals in Skyrim than the bandit clans. That's dedication. Not even, I mean, a lot of bandits are Nords, but not even Nords as a as a group outnumber bandits. I've seen Orcish bandits, Khajiit bandits, Argonian mm-hmm. bandits. No, we bring we bring everyone into the the bandit clan. We we, we already. Well, me and my lieutenants, of course, <laughs> uh, Lydia. Do they uh, respect you? For instance, no, they're still. Trying yeah, it doesn't to seem like they respect you. Uh, Lydia respects me. Well, Lydia is sworn to carry your burden. She you know, is. It's know. just all the other bandits that we encounter in the wild. They just your they don't marauders. listen to reason. They, uh, I end up having to stab them oh. with my swords over and over and over. And You're over trying and to over instill and fear. Over I get over it. And over again. <laughs> Although usually it's one strike because uh, I'm just a little overpowered. I want them to fear how much they love me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the biggest news. Uh, I've just been continuing down that endeavor uh, since we last spoke. How about you, uh, Killian? Uh, I just wrapped up the Companions quest line. Oh, uh, yes. Which is interesting because it's literally like the last quest line outside of, I think I have a couple Daedric things here and there. Ooh. But the last actual guild quest line that I've completed, typically people do the Companions quests first. Do they really? Yeah, oh, because yeah. you encounter them in White Run. Yeah, so they're oh, taking they, down oh, a, a giant, giant when you're walking that way. And you, have, exactly. you only have like a long bow and your stolen armor. So you're like, yeah, and they ask you, like, hey, do you want to be part of the companions? And when I was level, what, two or one or whatever it was, I, I just hit circle and walked away. Oh. And I said, to hell with your, your fun times and good buddies. Wow. Yeah, that's right. So you can see, but Kim then I regret a loner. It. He's a loner. Then I regretted that because I was like, hmm, I need some stuff to do. Better go to Jarvisker. 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 So how do you like being a werewolf? Because as yeah. we all know, you become a werewolf for this quest line. I'll probably get it cured. Not, okay. Not because it's detrimental or anything like that. Just I never use it. And people do. I think the biggest difference is people will attack you. I think people, can people know you're a werewolf or only if you transform into a werewolf? They have anything. to cite you. Yeah, they have to see you transform. Okay, see you transform. Yeah, so they don't have to worry about that. But uh, I did feel good when I freed uh, Kodlak's soul. Oh, the Silvermane guy? Yeah, and got got rid of his uh, his werewolf issue so he can get to Salvengard and live it up in the afterlife. It's ironic because he's the one who's like, you should try being a companion. Like He's like, all for you joining. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to be a werewolf anymore. Well, I'm sure he wanted to be a werewolf his whole life, but when it was time to die, time he to die. his soul to go to Solengard. Now, what's the, what, what is that axe called? The battle axe they have? Wolf, wolf something? Wolf, wolf. The one that hurts elves? Yeah. I'm a, so I'm a, my character's a high elf. I found that very offensive. Yeah, I used to it for a little bit, but I don't fight enough elves yeah. to really get good use out of it. So my uh, I have an ebony greatsword that has like plus 30 fire damage or something. There you like go. It's, it's really, really strong. You, but, uh, have you named your items yet? No, I'm still not naming my item because I feel right, like I'm, yeah. I'm in too deep to start naming at this point because I didn't find out I could name my items till what two three weeks ago. Like, yeah, I think last it. time we recorded. Uh, yeah. that was that was, yeah. Would you would you mind filling in our listeners for uh, anyone who doesn't know how to rename an item? What the trick there is? What is it? Square when you're in so chanting? square. Okay, so I guess it depends on what platform you're using, what system. But basically, when you're enchanting the item, you have your item. Soul Gem and the Enchant picked out, you'll see the there's options to say craft item or rename. Usually it's in the top. For I use a Nintendo Switch, so mine is X to rename oh, it. Okay. So once you have that, you can rename it anything you want. For example, I use different words, different languages. Like I have a Nordic great Nordic Greatsword with 25 fire damage named Flame. 
What does that mean? Fire in, and I can't remember the language for the life of me. But it's, uh, yeah, so it's anything you want it to be. You can call it like Wabbajack 2.0. Flutog. Flutog? Swordy boy. Sword or stabby boy. I have boy. a pickaxe named Pokey boy. Pokey boy. Ah, that's fantastic. But it's really your, uh, your, your discretion. Hmm. Hmm. So, so the idea is grab the item you want to name. Right. Do some enchantments on it mm-hmm. during the enchantment process. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, oh yeah it's, it's basically a review process. When you have everything lined up, you see, and that's when you rename it. Yep. Are there any positives to renaming an item, or is it? It just looks really, really cool. Oh, okay. Now, if you if you drop this item, which uh, happens by accident, and and spend a month roaming uh, through through the highlands of Tamriel, the road of the world, and you come back and somehow mysteriously find that item, is it going to retain the name? So that's a good question. I've never lost an item I've named on purpose. I've sold items I've named because, like, I upgrade. Let me upgrade you. So I don't know. I'm not sure really how that works. Um, I I mean, I can picture myself roaming the countryside, screaming for my sword's name, hoping it comes back to me. Swordy boy! (laughs) Hokey boy! Where are you? Wilson! (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Sick <laughs> reference, bro. Well, yeah, Lee, um, Tim, what is your favorite weapon to use in this game we call Skyrim? <laughs> well, the, the, the curious thing about that is back when I used to play, I, I was very specific about what weapons I used. And my whole mission in playing the game was basically to optimize uh, as, as a min-maxer might do. A min-maxer. Basically, you're minimizing and maximizing stats to, oh, to be yes. the most effective. Mm-hmm. And so I took notice that there are scaled items just as there are scaled enemies in the game and a couple of the weapons are scaled so depending on what level you first encounter them changes ultimately what their stats can be at the end of the game so if you for instance go down the thieves guild quest line when you're in and uh what what is that guy mercer frey's house uh, Ah, there's his sword children is in there and you can pick it from the display case if you do that at level 20 you're limiting how powerful that sword can be oh that's why it's so powerful if you're at least level 46 or higher it is at its highest stats that's awesome that is why children is it may no longer be, but it was the most powerful sword, oh, at least before any of the uh, additions. Yeah, uh, the, the, pat- uh, the, the patches. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, before that- those, Children was the most powerful sword that you could get in the game if you waited until level 46. Which I did, by the way. I actually recently got that. And it is, like, for those who don't mm-hmm. know, uh, Children, I think, is, is like 25 frost damage and chance to uh, paralyze your opponent. Like three seconds. Yeah. So I, awesome. I I wrote I used to rotate between carrying Shuren in one hand, Nightingale Blade in the other <laughs> hand, or if I was doing my sneaky sneaky backstab stuff, I would actually have two blades of woe. Because if you got your yep. sneak skills, you or pickpocket skills, you can pick equipped weapons. It's one of the higher traits in the in the skill tree. So oh. you can actually go in. So I, I I used to a lot more than I do now, plan out when I would do quest lines based on min-maxing the gear I would get. So I would wait until I was able to pickpocket Astrid's weapon because you did that and then later as the quest line goes down and she dies, there's a blade of woe just on the ground. So you could have two of those and and I never... Oh yeah, I got two. I'm pretty sure those are the most powerful daggers. So I actually actually enchanted one with a a paralyzed enchantment. It's amazing. In this game, I just kind of carry whatever sword I have. Uh, I think now it's uh, Ebony swords are you a two-handed man in this version or one no i carry a shield Uh, shields are fun i i've been doing a lot of shielding shield how about you killian what are you what are you working with these days um my left hand nine times out of ten is always um it's either caught like on the off chance that it's not grand healing 
it's like conjuration or the sanguine rose that we mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. but most of the time it's grand healing. Nice. And then uh, I alternate between fireballs in my right hand and the mace of Mala Bow. Ooh, which is a fan favorite. Especially my absolutely fantastic, fantastic weapon. I've, I've found a lot of weapons since I found that one, and nothing compares. Between the soul trapping and just how Same strong damage. it is. Oh, yeah. yeah you can't yeah. beat it. And it looks really cool. Looks, oh, looks yeah. Really it really fits the character I'm going for. I got a Daedric Gauntlets now. I don't know if I mentioned that oh, last podcast. No, I don't think you did. But, yeah, that, that goes really well with the mace. I actually found Dragon Scale Gauntlets. Uh, I, you found I, them? I raided a giant's camp, and I got a bounty, so I killed two giants. I go in the treasure chest they have next to their mammoth cheese bowls, because you got to have mammoth cheese bowls. They were Dragon Scale Gauntlets of, like, of like minor lockpicking. I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's cool and all, but did you get their toes, my man? No, dude, they're for you, buddy oh, boy. Oh man, I'll I'll go behind you and I'll I'll pop them toes all Ooh. those feet for you. Anyway, so my weapon I use usually it's been this rotation. I could do one enchanted, one not enchanted. Recently, I've been using this glass war axe. I enchanted with like twenty five uh, shock damage. War axe. That's a one handed axe. Yep, right? that's a, and the glass one looks really cool. Yeah. I use a blade sword. Um, for missions, I'll use mission-specific items like Nightingale Blade for like Thieves Guild. I've got a couple of daggers I use for the uh, Dark Brotherhood. Recently, I also uh, crafted a suit of heavy armor. I'm usually a light armor guy. Mm -hmm. I decided to go Berserker, and I crafted a two-handed uh, Nordic Greatsword with the flames named Flame, which I mentioned earlier. I have a Daedric Battle Axe. And just go to the town. So you're a generalist. Is what you're I, am a, I, mean, I am a generalist. Yeah, I guess way, I mean, that term is describes how I do things best. But, you know... Um, it really depends on my mood. Honestly, it does. Well, you know what can really change a mood? What's that, Lee? Well, you, you guys and, and you folks listening, you've probably heard of Radiant Raiment and oh, Solitude. Oh, I love that yeah. place. Love Solitude. Yeah, they're our sponsor for this episode. Get out of town. Radiant Raiment. You might not abide by fancy clothes, but if you do, Radiant Raiment has the largest selection. I was talking, actually, with the Altmere sisters that run this shop mm -hmm. uh, as we were discussing what the sponsorship would be, uh, and, and they said... Uh, what, what we can do is, if any of our listeners this week take a selfie of them wearing an article of Radiant Raiment's clothing in front of the Jarl, mm -hmm. they'll get 5% off their uh, next purchase of three or more items from Radiant Raiment. What That's really deal. a great deal. I'll tell you That's what. That's amazing. I love wearing my Radiant Raiment article What do you love about clothing? That? They're very fancy clothes. My. In fact, Killian, what were you saying the other day? You, uh, you basically come to work. In your Radiant Raymond garb most days. Yeah, yeah. I actually have five different outfits from that that's shop. That's why it looks so fancy all the time. That's right. And I just cycle through them. You know, one day I'll wear this orange little deal on a on a Tuesday, maybe a purple number on a Thursday. But Man, you know, I've noticed Achillean always looks very, very, that's uh, right, that's very right. fine. And when you post on Instagram, folks, make sure you're hashtagging Dovacast. With Hashtag Dovacast. Hashtag Dovacast. Radiant, Radiant Raymond. The best, fanciest clothes in all of Skyrim. Uh, not even just Solitude, Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. maybe Tamriel. We're, we're very thankful Ooh. to have them sponsor this episode. Yeah, maybe they need an easier name to say, though. Radiant Raiment. Radiant Raiment. Radiant Raiment. Radiant Raiment. Radiant Raiment. So I got a question for you guys. Parthenax. Where do we land on him? What do we think about that guy? Meme. So as everyone knows, Parthenax is the... What's the official title for him? Babyface Dragon. He basically is a grand poobah of the Greybeard. That's live right. on the you know high Harothar. and Parthenax teaches you a couple of shouts. However, as you hang out with the blades, you find out that Parthenax actually was 
Alduin's one of Alduin's chief lieutenants. Back He's his then. brother, wasn't he? I think are all dragons brothers though. Aren't they all? I don't think that I don't, sounds. Good. I'm not an expert at dragons. dragons. I work on stuff growing in the ground, so I don't yeah, really I'm know not, about the things dragon, flying I'm around. Not I'm not dragon ball. Well, I guess I am dragon ball. Crap. Anyway, I'm coming to find out that Parthenax was uh, he did a lot of evil deeds during the Great War, thousands, thousands of years ago, and the blades then say they will not give you any more help, any more assistance, unless you kill Parthenax. You go tell the Greybeards this, they say, of course, those barbarians will tell you that. They're savages, they're yeah, lowbrow. Ah, uh, he's our hero, he's a leader, he did a lot of bad things, but he's a good guy now. Are so, you free from judgment yourself? And, so. that, and that made me question my question a lot of things about myself. I take a minute and like look in the mirror and see who I am. But I want to see where you guys land. Do you think Parthenax is evil? Should we kill him? Here's my thing. Go ahead. I never claim to be a hero like Parthenax does. I never think I don't think Parthenax straight up says like, Oh, I'm I'm right. you know, holier than thou, this, that, and the other, but he leads the Greybeards, and you can tell by the way he carries himself and the Greybeards talk about him that he's King Babyface, best guy in the world, he can do no wrong, never has. Okay. That's not the case. That's right. not the case. Okay, that's a, that's a fair point. So when um, leader of the Greybeards, oh, what's his you, name? Ang- Arngor, Ang- some, something like that. When he says, "Are you free from judgment?" I said, "I never claimed to be." Nice. I never claimed to be. I don't know what I picked. Now, was that an actual uh, speech option? No, that's what I said. <laughs> okay, oh, I think he was saying to, to the. Oh yeah. yeah. And he said, what are you talking about? I wish you'd stop playing this game. I love me. I said, "That's great, baby." Onward. <laughs> Lee, where do you where do you fall in this debate? Well, what you're really asking is how do we play the game Skyrim? So Skyrim, you know, if we take a step back and and, and pull ourselves out of this universe, Skyrim is a game of options. Indeed, it almost is. everything is split one way or the other. In uh, Skyrim specifically, are you going to be with the Stormcloaks? Are you going to be with the Imperials? Are you going to side with Alduin? Or I, I don't know. That, I, it's been so long since I've done the main quest line. I, I don't know what the actual options are. You is it, is you it, is it blades that. or basically? So basically, how it goes is like you start off with you off the blade. Great, you start off the gray beards. You meet the blades. So it's basically you're choosing between the blades and the gray. Essentially, beards. yes. So everything comes down to an option. You know, are you going to be murderous? Are you going to give a, a septum to every beggar that you see? Which I do, by the way. I really I mean because like. They get in my face about it. They're Nobody really, asked you. They're okay. really aggressive. I think it's a good thing to do, but it's just me. Sorry, Lee. But anyway, <laughs> the point is Skyrim is really a game that forces you to look deep into yourself and choose, uh, while it may seem like you're choosing a, a, a storyline that plays out, the um, vampires or the Dongards, mm-hmm. for instance, what you're really doing is is projecting yourself into this game world and in doing so declaring who am I and that's a question that most people never really ask themselves in life wow yeah yeah listeners uh, this got a little deep for a second but uh and I think that's part of the lasting power of Skyrim absolutely it is so you answer the question. I'm not going to answer Fair the question. Fair enough. needs to die. I'll say. So, he needs to pay for all his so he, sins. Th- this is where I land on this whole Parthenax thing. I think it has been literally thousands and thousands of years. I think he's done a lot of good. The Greybeards are, a for the most part, a benevolent force. As in... They're tra- soft. They are, and they're kind of obnoxious. I don't like talking to them because they make me feel stupid. Oh, but they're level... At least Arngear is like level 150. He's tough to kill. Who? Really? Yeah. That's awesome. 
I'm going to try to kill them now. Anyway, but he's a very soft, <laughs> tough to kill man. Yeah. Anyway, I, th- I don't know. For the time being, I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna do. I'm, first, what I'm gonna do is I'm going to get all the words of power that the Great Beers can give me, the locations of where they are. Then we kill Parthenax. For the time being, I'm gonna let him be. I haven't been my mind yet. Why, why did you just flip flop right there? Why are you gonna kill Parthenax now? No, no, because no. he's a generalist elf. No, he has to no, take no, no, both no, no, sides. No, no, no. Right. It's practical because I need something from the Greybeards. At the time when I first read this question, I was on the I was on the Parthenon. I, mean, I was on like, Parthenax should live, but now because dragons are apparently very very bad in this game or neutral to say the least. I'm not going to have any more use for them after that. I get my words of power. Wow, okay, okay. So it's not even a moral thing. And, you. It's just how yeah. much use can I get? Well, no, this? it's more than more. It depends on the question because morality is the Great Bears are, are obnoxious. They don't like them. They're kind of, they don't really do anything. They can shout, but they're just staying up there doing nothing. Yes. As I said, Skyrim is a game where you project your true nature into your style so, of play. So a baller. I'm a baller. I know I am. That's fine. That is a word that you have spoken. <laughs> Oh, oh, I want to tell you guys real quick about a glitch I ran into. I, I told Killian this. I haven't told you yet this. Oh. So recently, um, I finished the reunification re- of Skyrim uh, quest line, and I was on the side of the Imperials. So we took Windhelm. I, I killed Yorfric's uh, Stormcloak. Killed okay. the tenant. Took you know Yorfric's clo- uh, clothes because I was like, this is awesome. So next next time I go back to Windhelm, I go into the palace. The dead bodies of Ulfric Stormcloak and his right hand man are laid like next next to the throne, side by side, and they're still there to this day. And the guy and the new are you sure Lord, that was a glitch or no. is that just a statement? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> do they man. do like it a was, song and dance sometimes? No, it was you know, really intimidating. Like it, they're just laying there, just not doing anything. So that's really intimidating stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if that's just me. Uh, it's probably just you. Skyrim, uh, any game made by Bethesda, is is well known for having no bugs uh, at all. <laughs> Always flawless gameplay. No, uh, I've never encountered that or, or heard of that. But um, what do you want us to do with this information? Oh, I was just sharing a little bit about my life, my journey, what I'm experiencing throughout my quests. My yeah, I don't think that was a glitch. I think they're literally just putting those dead bodies as a statement. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. Does anyone else have any? Uh... Well, that takes us to our reading. Oh, the, the reading! best part of the episode. Uh, now, listeners of the first episode will remember that we did a dramatic reading of Skyrim's most best-selling novel. And I love the fact that I got to sit back and enjoy it. And I look forward to sitting back and enjoying it again. Oh, this no. That's where you're so, wrong, Kyle. What? So, The Lusty Argonian Maid, uh, a book that many Skyrim parents hid from their, hide from their children. We're going to read the, what, was it Killian's second act? Yes, Act two. Part two. Now, now, who's playing the roles of what? Well, if you remember, I was the role of Lifts Her Tail last episode. The Lusty Argoni made herself. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And Krantius Colto ah. was played by Dorian. I now, we were originally going to have our guest, CJ Battlebarns, play one of these roles, oh, but he couldn't make it because so he's big time Hollywood. Yeah, to be, yeah, he's hot shot. So, the role of Lifts Her Tail will be played by Dorian. Oh, my. Krantius Colto will be played by Lee. Oh, it's a little delightful little twist. Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. So I have the script right here. Okay. Do you have a copy of the script, Lee? Mm. Great. Well, while we have some time Ooh, we'll here, I'd like to bring up a point about this book. Okay. The author of this book is actually named Crassius Curio. Why is that name so familiar? Because the main character in this book is Crantius Colto. 
It's basically his name. It's basically his own fantasies that he's written oh, out. Oh, man, this book. Wow. It just got a lot weirder. Just got, it already no, was plenty it's, weird. Now it's, it's not from an outside perspective. This is Lush Stories, Literatica equivalent yeah. of Tamriel. This is a guy who's thought of this a thousand times. Who has seen Argonians passing on the street. Yeah, with his linen and potion of true shot. Oh. And he's cranked out this novel. Oh, in every and, sense of the word. And we're gonna we're gonna read it. Well, you know, I feel So that's who you're channeling, Lee. You're channeling a creeper. Okay. 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 <clears throat> All right. I and, apologize for my atrocious accent. No, I need you to do the voice. I'm doing the voice. I can't do the voice. I'm do the voice. My goodness. That's quite a nerve. That's <laughs> not the voice. I can't do the voice. He's got high pitched. I can't do the voice. You have like to do a female or you have to do a foreign man. No. But however should I fit it in my oven? Mm-hmm. This Ooh. loaf isn't ready for baking, my sweet. It has yet to rise. If only we could hurry that along. How would I... Oh, I can't even do it. How would I accomplish such a task? Oh, my foolish little Argonian maid. You must <laughs> use your hands. You wish me to knead the loaf here? Of course. Well, what if the mistress catches me? Your loaf was meant to satisfy her appetite. I'm sorry. <laughs> I laugh a second. Don't fret, my delicate flower. I'll satisfy the mistress's cravings later. Very well. But I'm afraid my oven isn't hot enough. It could take hours. Plenty of time, my sweet. Plenty of time. That is the end of that segment. What is that? Act 7, yeah. scene 2. So Creepy enough for you? Yeah. <laughs> that was very creepy. You sounded like a Muppet. <laughs> so... I apologize to listeners. My Argonian accent is a little rusty. Yeah. I'll work on it. And well, anyway. I believe that wraps up the last thing we have planned for this episode. Do you have anything to add, No, I do not. Dorian, where can we find you on social media? So you can find me on social media on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, The Gram. We need addresses, Dorian. Oh, we don't just oh, need your platform. I'm sorry. So, 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 so if we so you, go to Instagram, we'll so, find you. So I'm there chilling. No. So on Facebook, just search Dorian Mitchell. Uh, Twitter, I am Dorian.m48. Uh, Killian, how about you? You can find me on Instagram at Killian McMurphy. On Facebook, Killian McMurphy. At the shooter KM on Twitter. Follow me on all those. And same here. But oh, yeah, also I forgot my Twitter handle is actually DorianM48. I apologize. Too late. Too late. You're going to have to register the other one. No! Yeah. <laughs> Why? Lee, how, how about you? you? Lee? Where well, you if you want to find me, I'm. if you can find me anywhere online, it's going to be at Stetson3. Spell, spell it all out. Oh, I'll, I'll spell it all out. T-S-O-N-W. The number three. Batman symbol. Yeah, S-T-E-T-S-O-N-T-H-R-E. Stetson3. Hashtag. If you can find me online, it's under that screen name. And we always look forward to new followers. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. subscribe. And when you share, use the hashtag DovaCast. DovaDovaCast. Yeah. Yeah.